This week on Inside Motorsport, we look back at all the action from Darwin and catch up with Jason Bright, ahead of him heading to Le Mans for the 24-hour race. First up to Darwin, and it was Craig Lowndes who won his 92nd race in the V8 Supercar Series. Yeah, look, it's been fantastic. I, um, you know, I probably didn't actually look at the records up until... Uh uh, we got close to scope, and then of course, since then it's been a bit of a um, uh, hot item, I suppose. It's uh, you know to get the 91 was fantastic. Now to get 92, of course, everyone's talking about uh, we get to the ton. Be nice to uh, hopefully get there somewhere, but uh, um, it's just a great result. Yeah, we, we struggled yesterday. Uh, we we had a good car. I buggered up the top 10. We we sort of fighting all day, but uh, but today worked really well. Like you know, the car pace was there. Again, first practice or first qualifying today it didn't quite go to plan. We, you know, we qualified tenth, which was a bit bit um, um, disappointing, really. You know, it's the first time we had a run on the on the on a new soft. Uh, we got it right for the second part of it, and of course that's what resulted in uh, you know, qualifying well. You, you start up the front, you keep out of trouble, and uh, you know you got a clean race. Importantly, you finished in front of your teammate who's leading the championship more times than he was in front of you. Yeah, well, it's, it's surprising that he uh, got a drive through, and if, if uh, Jules was right that he got, you know, he spun the wheels in the pit pit lane, it's uh, um, it's something that uh, you know, we, we're very mindful of, and uh, you know, of course, we don't want to do. Uh, I'm sure the team will be, uh, um, and himself and Jamie will be pretty critical on himself about that because it's uh, it's an area where we got to, obviously well, we've we've wiped out and um, trying to clean it up, but it's um, uh, it is a shame because it's uh, something small like that, that that puts you almost a lap down after coming in, going out. It's uh, you know, it, it's definitely hard. Can I ask you about when you're going out on the wet tyres? What's your thoughts of this situation? And it seems crazy. You'll do uh, a full practice or three practices we saw in Austin with wet tyres, and then now even the first part of qualifying to warm the car up. Uh, well, I suppose the first thing, yeah, it is crazy. Um, yeah, we'd all like to be on a, on a, on a slick tyre. Um, you know, they, they, I believe they're doing it because of uh, costs, but we're burning up a set of wets doing it. So, you know, we might be saving costs on slicks, but we're, we're burning up wets. So, I don't think the cost factor's there. I think it's just a matter of, uh, you know, maybe they just need to, to review the whole situation. I'm sure, no doubt, that uh, more teams would get better quality qualify, or practice in qualifying, um, you know, if you had another set of tyres, for sure. Well, all the best as you head off to Townsville. Yeah, cheers, thank you. On Saturday, in the 60-60 race it was the double sprint format that finally turned up a win for Jamie Wincup. Yeah, uh, first time I'm, uh, I've been able to crack one of these 60-60 races. I've won the won the first stint, the nothing race uh, a couple of times but haven't been able to um, back it up in the in the second part so very, very happy. Um, it's, it's somewhat artificial, we, you know, we don't know what everyone's uh, doing with their tyres, we're so limited with tyres. Um, you, could, you could have either run a, a set each for that race or you could have put only two good ones on for the second bit or, or run the same tyres all the way through. So we're not quite sure what's, uh, what, what everyone's done, but um, hey, I'll, I'll definitely take the points and run. Frosty Winterbottom turned around a disappointing performance on Saturday where he bumped his teammate out of contention of a podium that in turn took him out of the race. But on Sunday morning, he was the race 18 victor. It's a pretty low night last night, to be honest. So um, to um, to turn it around today and get the win and, you know, do it the way we did was, was fantastic. So, um, yeah, I'm just yeah, hoping that you know, Dave's off pole in this one. So, um be great to see them boys have a win now in the next race and cap it off with two FPR wins for the day. It would make it a you know pretty special one. Looks like that test you missed out on has uh, really, uh, really paid some dividends though. The uh, the boys have found some stuff whilst you're away. Yeah, the um, the car's quite good. So, um, but you know, I would have loved to be at that test also. So, um, 
but you know, just great to get the monkey off the back really and get the get the win and we've led a lot of races this year so to finally get the job done and actually win one um, hopefully this is a sign of what's going to happen for the rest of the year so uh, no I'm wrapped it was it was a good race good luck later on <laughs> we need it thank you Dean Fiore a big crash today how are you feeling yeah I'm feeling a bit dusty to be honest um, it was a big hit um, totally unexpected all the commotion I thought as I exited one was happening on the right hand side so I thought I was well clear of it being hard left um, but it turns out that you know I think it was Moff come across the face of me he was like sideways so he, he had you know nothing there was nothing he could do um, and then yeah I just had to try and avoid him and in the process I've hit that bloody wall which is not cool I think uh, you know Hidden Valley need to do something about it to be honest an earth embankment laced with with rubber tires um, it's always going to do that when you hit it it would have been much better off being an armco or a, or a concrete barrier at which you hit and then you glance along you know so yeah that's what that's what makes the stop so harsh when you when you hit it in grip so yeah your team this year is uh, it's like you stood on a black cat Scotty's had two big ones you've had a big one the boys are going to be flat out uh, over the next couple of weeks to get it ready for Townsville yeah I mean you know, for Lucas Dunbar Motorsport, it's a big effort just to go from one to two cars, let alone having all these all these accidents. So, um, uh, look, I've been pretty clean so far, but um, something like that, uh, the boys are well equipped and, and well experienced. They'll they'll fix it, no problem for for Townsville. But it's it's just not a it's not a help. You know, it's a, it's a hindrance if anything. Just uh, it gives the budget a bit of a bit of a knock, which is not good. Any ideas of the damage? Uh, I've had a, I've had a look, and with my untrained eye, it doesn't look that nice. To be fair. I think it'll have to be chopped off at the front and then um, and, and rejigged. Will the boys, your workshops are in Melbourne, the jigs for Triple Eight are in are in Brisbane. Could you make could the team make the call to go directly to Brisbane and work out of there? They they may do that. I mean I know they they uh, sent. I actually um, they went to Kelly's last time. Correct. So uh, I, I don't know, mate. It, it's it's so soon after the crash. I haven't had a chance to talk to the boys about what they're going to do, but. Um, the, the fact that the Kellys have, have something that's usable and, and works, you know, that could be the best option for us. Well, Dave Wall, unfortunately, you look like a bit of a pinball in that uh, altercation in race three. Are you okay? Yeah, yeah, well, I'm fine. Um, yeah, it's a little bit sore, but it's a shame mainly for the team, you know. Like, we were basically just minding our own business and got uh, rear-ended pretty heavily by Mozart, which, um, yeah, I, I don't know what happened there. I don't know if he had someone into the back of him or not, but um, yeah, if not, I think he needs to look a bit further up ahead, you know, maybe uh, to try and stop these type of things happening. But uh, yeah, in saying that, it's it's one of those situations, you know, it all happens pretty quickly and there's there's not a lot of room to go. Jason Bright, uh, back in Australia, but about to go back to Lamore. How was that first uh, practice sessions and, and testing? Oh, it was great. I mean, you know, it was a bit of a shame that it was wet, but other than that, you know, awesome track, you know, it's sort of just a real privilege to go over and compete at that race so you know I was sort of pinching myself all week and walk you know walking the bits of the track and and uh, driving around on scooters and you know it just it felt great to be there and I couldn't believe it when it was raining Sunday morning but you know still got some dry laps in the afternoon and uh, you know it was um, you know I, I think we're, we're still looking all right you know I, I got enough laps in the dry that I can sort of look at some data and, and know the little bits that I've got to gain and you know, I'm sure we'll be fine by the time we get to qualifying. You're going to a track now that's quite sterile compared to what it used to be in the 50s when you're heading down the Molson Strait and to have the two big chicanes. Can you envisage what it would have been like just to be flat out down there? No, it's insane. I mean, they're all, even with the chicanes, 
they are the longest straights that I've ever driven on. I reckon <laughs> it just it just they feel like they go forever, especially with you know they're quite quick, quite a quick run onto it through Teto Rouge, and and then you you just you just feel like you're already been on it for a long time before you even get to any braking area. So no, I couldn't imagine what it was like back you know without the chicanes. Obviously, some of the cars that they were driving then were doing closer to 400k, so <laughs> would have come up would have would have gone reasonably fast. What's your expectation of, of your week when you get over there? Uh, I mean, for me, you know, I think that we've got a you know, pretty good package. That Like the car, you know, was looking good for a podium at the first round at Silverstone and, and had a problem. Actually, I think it did, did actually sneak onto the podium. Um, the second round, they, they won uh, the WEC. So, you know, there's no doubt that the car's capable of it. Um, Le Mans a slightly different track and the Astons have got pretty good straight line speed. And I'm not sure how much they're holding back at uh, at Spa. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think they'll be our definitely our main competition. But I think we're definitely, as a driver combination, I think we're definitely in the top three or four. Uh, you know, and being a 24-hour race, we've just got to keep out of trouble. And, and uh, you know, I, I think that we'll probably be... I think we, we, we've got a bit better fuel economy than the Astons. So it just having to see how it pans out over the first 12 hours and see what we've got to try and do different for the next 12, if anything. So... Uh, it's it's just going to be a, a great race to be involved in. You know, I've only done the one 24-hour race at Bathurst and um, came out of there with a win. So hopefully, I can do the same at, at Le Mans. That's all we have time for this week on Inside Motorsport. Till next time round, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.